0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: the ladies night paintball radio i am coming to you live from north carolina where
2: if anyone can hear me it seems going dropped. let's
1: give her a few minutes to
2: call back in okay
1: i hope that everyone can hear me now i um, sorry we dropped the call, but good evening to everybody. I am coming to you this evening from North Carolina. I share uh, the Operation Red Home Front 2 game at um, Black Off Paintball in Fayetteville. We had Nate and, well, who's the owner of the field, and we had the general from the American side who was the winning general um, at today's game. That's a spoiler alert right there. Sorry, I should have given you the alert before I made the spoil. Um, But we're going to talk about that game, and um, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. So this evening, our lineup is slightly different than usual. Um, We are going to be doing Real Talk with the Road Dogs. I've been telling you all about the Road Dogs a crew of traveling paintball players from various teams uh, that, well, I guess the Road Dogs, I guess pretty much are from North Carolina and less from other states. And so we were to, this weekend, we're going to talk about the Road Dogs, we're going to talk about who we played against, um, and we're going to get into all of that. We're also going to be speaking with Greg Hastings. Who is right now with Wolf Critchlow at dinner. So I think that Wolf might even be joining us on the show tonight, finally. So yay, that will be awesome. Um, and then we are going to have B. Young on the show tonight. She is going to be talking about the USA women's paintball team, their win in Panama, and everything going on with them. So stay tuned with this evening, and we are going to introduce some people on our call. In the meantime, you are probably noticing a new banner in the background. Uh, Ladies Night Paintball Radio does have a banner, uh, several of them now, so you will see them at events for some things we're doing. Um, our media tags also came in for when we field, so we can be out and about. New stickers. You'll see those. I can't even see what you can see. I have too many screens open right now. Are here and they are in. So. Uh, lots of new stuff going on. I would like to thank our sponsors, both Paintball Merchandise and Apparel, also high Gear. Let's see. I've been getting all sorts of cool swag lately, thanks to uh, some of my other friends out there. So Altai Gear, we have, depending on who calls in, we'll just do some real talk about Altai Boots. Lock that one down. Um, we are also going to be chatting with in Illinois. They were out playing; all the kids were out, and we are going to hear and hear what's going on. So, a whole lot going on tonight. Of course, I want to give a shout out to our one of our sponsors, Modern Day Pirates. And I was saving them till the end because the game this weekend was Modern Day Pirates basically versus Road Dogs, and. The people who are sitting here with me winning road dogs are putting owls up on their foreheads because modern-day pirates actually lost um, in a very, very close game. It was 1,100 to 1,200, so we are going to hear all about it. Uh, I'm going to give a few shout-outs to our friends on Facebook, and then we're going to... Go ahead and get on the line. Wow, that is awesome. I'm not sure how you did that, Sharon and Lacey, but fantastic. So I've got to tell you guys about some changes in the scenes tonight. Um, The kids from Fox's Den, Illinois, have stepped up. They participate in the show. They call in each week. Lacey even called in to Reaper's show on Thursday night, and they started to talk to people from different shows. But the kids want something to do. It's summertime, and they want to get involved a little bit more, and they have asked to help run the boards from the back end of everything. So, what I'm seeing on my side, where normally there's just phone numbers, I see now a phone number and old time plus a name. So, and I see everybody going live. So, uh, almost everyone can talk. So, I see Sharon and Lacey on here and open. So, thank you for your patience, everyone, as we are. Um, trying all of this new stuff. So, um, you know what? Darren, is Kathleen there with you? Um, yeah, there? she is. She's on here somewhere.
2: You want me to grab her? Okay. I don't. Know, are you, yeah. Are you guys on
1: Facebook? Okay. Let me oh, see some of the comments. There. Hey guys. Okay, I hear. That volume as well. I'm going to move my phone closer to the computer maybe, and we'll see if that works. Um, hi to Brandon Ostermiller. He actually came in from Montana with the Bally Girls. we had the Bally Girl Ballers on the show before. They are a Wealth Paintball-sponsored team, and they came in from Montana. Josie, who's the captain of the squad, and the team manager, Jimmy Spinks, they came in together with their photographer, and they balled out and camped with the road dogs this weekend and got to experience camp life, which um, is awesome. So mm-hmm. let's say, see who else is on here? I see Chris Hill is here, uh, Tracy. Hey, Steakman. Steakman was with us this weekend. Um, this one's from Steakman. And that one, too. But those are yeah, because he was busy saving people. Those He was on my side. And when I was as just completely dehydrated, I was sick for most of the day Saturday. It was awful. It was so hot. But uh, steak was taking care of everybody. So thank you, steak man. Um, be on the lookout for this jersey was game worn. No, this one was a clean one. I wound up with a lot. This was from when I was sick in the morning, um, but this was from part of today. I think part of yesterday, I, wanted, I had to keep taking my jerseys off. They were soaking wet, and so luckily I had tons of jerseys with me. And from the pictures that Brandon took, it's probably going to look like we played paintball for five or six days because I kept changing my jersey off the field. So uh, thank you to everyone. Hey, Shane, yes, thanks think we won. Uh, To all the modern-day pirates out there, Mary, I can't wait to tell you all about this. Um, It was really a modern-day pirate versus a road dog kind of game. We had Nate and some people on the show last week, and while the game had 1,400 people interested and 300 or so RSVP'd that they were coming... um, Real talk with the road dog. Mm-hmm. How many people were there?
0: 80?
1: Like 50. 50, we've got <laughs> 50.
2: <sighs>
1: I heard numbers were 75 paid people, and then the comped people who were there. So I don't know how many people were comped. I know about five from our group, but about 80 players were there. So it was really. Um, of course, there were outside players who came in. For instance, we had the Valley Girls who brought three people out to the field with them. Um, and we had players, local players, other players. So it wasn't just the Road Dogs, of course, but the Road Dogs showed up. How many people were, 18? 18. 18. So we were 18 of our 40. So, um, And the, the, the general MXO for the American side are both road dogs. It was Flip Wilson, who plays with Paintball Soldiers, and Ben Painter, who plays with BTA, um, who is my North Carolina home team. So you will see lots of um, 305 running across the field. There was our LNPR swag, two different shirts I think I wore out on the field. So, uh, But I know it sounds crazy. It was an awesome time. And, yes, we – hey, Brent Davis, we absolutely um, had an awesome time. We played the entire field, all 50-some-odd acres. There was good, there was bad. I will tell you that – well, let's get some people on the line. I know there are people who are calling in. We have people here. It, It was just an awesome time to have a small group. At first I was skeptical about how it's going to be 40 of us in 40. And I was asking questions like, are we really still playing the whole field? And they said, absolutely. Why wouldn't we? And DJ was there. Honey was like, uh, yeah, of course we're going to. But I will say that I was very impressed. Players spoke. They were planning on going until 5 o'clock tonight. And the players asked if we would please. 102 official count we're getting from Andy Leonard. So 50 and 50. Um, (laughs) i'm loving seeing these comments in here so 50 and 50 it was an awesome time though and they listened to what we were asking for they were out there um nate was on point he was on the field which was awesome hey flip okay let's see so we've got um, a bunch of road dogs checking in on Facebook. I've got some road dogs sitting here next to me. I just don't know that they're camera ready. We've all just gotten back from the field here. Um, we've got Tyler Turner, Flip Wilson, uh, uh, are <laughs> um, checking in here, Josh Martin is on Facebook as well so that's awesome to have you all here right now it was a good weekend for everyone um, for the pirates and for everybody who came out it was really fun friendly paintball and it was just nice to be out there with everyone so Sharon now that I see you're on there I hope that you got Kathleen with you I was asking because you asked me last week where the Welch banner was so it's here it's traveling it was hanging proudly with the ladies' night um, banner until we wanted to move the ladies' night banner inside to the pro shop. So it was pretty awesome. Tyler says, ha, back guys." Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>
2: okay.
1: So <laughs> we
2: I have to yeah. say though. Uh,
1: I had battle buddies out there this weekend. And thank you to my battle buddy who talked me off a ledge. And um, I was definitely a battle buddy to somebody. I hadn't had that experience in a long time where I absolutely had to have somebody next to me be like, look, it's okay. We need you. You can calm down and we should maybe leave the field for a little bit. Um, so it was nice to have somebody there to keep me in check. And it was also a reminder and a reality check that everybody needs to look out for each other um, in all sorts of ways. We had people who literally were fainting on the field in the middle of the game on Saturday, Um, you know, and the way that people run off, especially when we had such small numbers in a big area, it was really nice that everybody made sure to stick with somebody um, say you know I'm going out with you, or to check in and say you know this is where that person is if they had to leave that area. So awesome communication to everybody who was out there. Um, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute that to the players and the level of the players that were out there and their skill. But it was nice that everybody was looking out for each other and that when there were. Um, emergencies or issues that came up that people were working together and to see um, even on both sides, you know, if people made it to our staging area or whatever, um, or anywhere that we were, we made it to them, instead of just saying, leave, you know, I'm always talking about that I have, if somebody makes it to my base, come on in, have a drink, sit down, but especially when it was hot, and so people were going out of their way, people, I heard people other than myself offering water to the refs, offering water to the photographers who were out there. And, of course, thank you to all the photographers who are out there getting hit um, to catch everybody looking awesome out there on the field. But it was really a great time overall. Um, road dogs who are here. Oh, Ben's on now. Who shot you, Josh? They want to know. From that shot from you, that was me. Okay, so in final battle today, um, we were on a tight area of the field. They put us on a tight area, and all of a sudden, I mean, I'm down low on the left side of the building. All of a sudden, Josh taps me on the shoulder, and he's like, I'm going to make a run for it, so give me cover fire. And so I let him go, but I wound up getting him in the back of, like, his calf, I think it was. Cause he, there was, I finally had to give cover fire and his leg as he picked it up, kind of took a shot. So I'm sorry about that, Josh. Uh, but he did get to where he was trying to get to. So Tyler Reaper, Guy Turner <laughs> um, joined. So I see Brie Ellis and Jody. Minalee is on here. So Jody is on. Jody was the general for the other side. I actually went over during the day yesterday. Jody said to me, hey, I'm hungry. Will you please bring me some food? And Yes, I took over to the other general. Um, I know it's garbage. I know. But you know what? It's not garbage because he was out. He was doing stuff. I mean, I went live during our lunch break, and I had to cut my life short. I don't know if any of you saw it. I know that Phil Ramirez was on. But I was in and I was out. I intended to go for the hour And I was sick. I mean, it was so, so, so hot that, I mean, anybody who saw me saw that I was ready to pass out. And actually right after that I did, I went back to the tent. and I was there for a couple of hours before going back out. So um, great time had by everyone. MDP for like, yeah, Josh was out too. Josh actually uh, was one of the players who fainted on the field. Um, and then he thanked it off the field also, so – but it was awesome. Everybody was on point about how they were taking care of it and how they were taking care of us, and it was great. I actually wanted to give a quick review of something. I don't usually give reviews of things unless I love them because I don't get endorsements from them. Um, Altai I do get an endorsement from, but I actually do love their um uh, Anybody who – has a pair of tie out there, go ahead and um, give some love on the page if you have some, um, if you have a pair of tie boots. But the Road Dogs all rock black masks with gold lenses. So, <laughs> or are supposed to as part of the uniform together out there. So I just got a new mask with a gold lens, and it is Empire EVS. I was a little bit skeptical about the mask because I have seen mixed reviews. This is the highly controversial mask that supposedly flies off of a player's face, but I'm going to have to say that's user error. I definitely used the chin strap, though, Um, but either way, I was really surprised by how much vision space there was. Um, I still love my bios. I, I do. I've been wearing them a long time, but this might be my new favorite mask. So thank you for the recommendation, Ben Painter. Um, we, can uh, any, <laughs> we can wear any. We can wear any black mask with a gold lens when we are rocking our road dog jerseys. So. Um, I. This is what I chose. Other road dogs have a different mask, but if you are in the market for a mask or wondering how it is, I'm absolutely loving it. So let's see. Um, you are welcome for the company, Jody. Um, it was awesome I actually got an MDP sticker when I was hanging out over there So, but it was nice because I've talked in the past and we've all kind of discussed what it's like when we're playing against our friends and you could really play on either side and what do we do but I definitely went out there it was a close game um, 1100 to twelve, or yeah 1100 to 1200 right so uh, something about the community though Another great thing about what we do for each other, Hanu's luggage was lost on Saturday, so he didn't have any of his paintball stuff nor clothing, nor did he have paintball um, markers. Sorry, I just turned my head and saw well, so I was like, where is is that? Um, uh, So people... People loaned him markers, and they loaned him gear like uh, to dress out in. He did play in flip-flops. He and I got into it for a little bit on the field. It was a ton of fun, though, so a great time, I think, was had by everybody. But we were going to do some real talk with you guys, so tell me. I'm going to ask you. Can I ask you the questions that we talked about? Sure. Okay. So, you're gonna have to speak up because you're on speakerphone for the show. Plus, you're on Facebook Live. I don't know. Should we turn and put you on so everyone no, can we see? Did. Are you sure? Yeah, we We're good. <laughs> probably, probably did. <laughs> so do I. But here we
3: are. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, Nate had amazing hospitality. And actually, Josie, if you call in, we can uh, you can talk about what it's like at camp with the road dogs. So, <laughs> um, okay. So guys, recruitment and the numbers. Tell me, like, let's have some real talk about that because I'm gonna put this out there. It was Cousins game in New York this past weekend. Everyone was there. We're actually about to have. We're about to have uh, Greg Hastings on the show. He is at dinner right now with Wolf. and we have, You guys are so ridiculous. They're over here like this. Um, we, you know, Reaper was out there with them. Bane was out there. Sizzle was with them. Jamie was with them. so I came to North Carolina because Bliss said, I'm um, in a game. Will you please play for me? So I guess he said, Flush asked. And I said, of course. And I asked the Valley girls to come in for the game because they were coming to North Carolina next week for a game. And they went ahead and switched their uh, travel calendar so that they could join us this weekend instead. And we needed every player that we had, as I said before. Um, we've got official numbers of 102 players. So 50 to 50 on uh, 50 acres is a lot of, for not a lot of people to be covering, but it was covered. We covered all of that space. Uh, but recruitment, numbers, like real dogs, like the field's on the show. They're, they're watching.
3: It was bad timing for a game. It was short notice. There was snake gear going on day, which just right down the road from there. The CFOA is going on right now. The big game in New York, wherever else. There's a lot of stuff going on. So the normal people we actually get to play, they were already committed for our side. People just got back and were the legends. They weren't ready to travel again, so it was hard to recruit. Normally, we have two, at least two times that, that many players on our side right, that we know are from out. And we didn't know anything. We, we knew we were coming, RDC were coming. That's it. That's all we knew.
1: Yeah. I mean, I asked uh, what the numbers were going into it, and nobody was really sure. Not that anybody is ever really 100% sure what the numbers are, but um, especially with Legends just coming off of Legends, we also are just coming off, uh, I mean, not just, but a few weeks before that, Bones and Ashes, which was here at this field. So, I mean, Bones and Ashes was here. People know the field, but they also just played the field. So it was a core kind of group of people who were there, but they were the diehard ballers, similar to what happened at Low Country, a couple of weeks ago in Georgia. Low numbers of people who showed up, showed up and they bawled and it was awesome. Okay, so we've got some other people joining us. Kathy Tinkeril-Wilson, hi. Ooh.
2: Hey, hey.
1: <laughs> They're all saying hi to you. Um, actually, I think I might have heard the word mom in the background and I have to say another one of those Topics that we have talked about in the past that we will come back to is who is responsible for who out on the field. Um, we were finished with Saturday's game play and the team was looking around. And they were like, so who's going to go cook dinner? And, like, I started looking to me because I was the girl. So we can talk about that. Uh, but thank goodness, thank goodness for Flip's wife. Flip Wilson's wife is the real MVP of the weekend. Um, she kept our camp for us. She was back there already cooking for us. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Amy. Um, okay, so guys, referees. Uh, oh, <laughs>
3: really good. Yeah, some
1: some really of them good. were really, really good. Um,
4: <laughs> but then, then
1: had the group. But... I hate you all. <laughs> Oh, no, it's up here. <laughs> okay, so referees. Some of the referees were really, really good.
4: And then you have your really bad referees. <laughs> and the reason that I'm bringing
1: it up isn't necessarily to call it referees because the field was on it. I mean, Nate, the field owner, actually went out on the field to ref for a while, and he sent out um, staff from his other field who were up there to help manage the field. He actually sent them off when there were issues with referees. But this isn't about the particular referees, so much as the topic of can bad roughing ruin a game? Yes,
3: yeah. yeah, all
1: day all day i <laughs> I can tell you that because of an experience I had, and I'm not one who gets loud usually, especially not with referees, and especially not in public um. I actually had to leave the field for a while, not because I was asked to leave the field, but because I was so upset and this referee was coming back out with our group. And I just, it wasn't fun. Um, I I don't like to play angry paintball. I know that some people are into that, but I'm into safe and fun paintball. So um, yeah, I, I needed to not go out for a little bit. And so I took a breather and let everybody else go back out. But I did tell that ref that I wasn't going out because of what had just happened. And then I, of course, uh, spoke to them about it um, afterwards. But they were on point. I I have to give credit to Nate for immediately turning anything around. Um, So, yeah, real talk with the road dogs. Uh, Refs, they can ruin a game, but um, the field owners and the game producers can certainly turn that around, and they did. They, at every avenue, really listened to the players. I want to really emphasize that because they came on and they were talking about their field and how much they are looking forward to having people out there and their hospitality physically at the field. And the hospitality at the field, um, they listened to what everybody wanted. They had a game plan. And then when the numbers changed, kind of what people wanted changed. And would you say that Nate was amenable and kind of pliable to anything going on?
3: Yeah, you know, yeah, he he did he did a job. I mean, you're gonna have bad runs, you're gonna have, but I mean, the overall staff was really good, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Feel
1: too good. Ladies Night Mall Radio. I mean, Black Ops for us was a wonderful host. They actually hung our banner in the pro shop. And in order to get it up as high as it was, and there will be pictures posted later on, they actually put. Are you guys sure? Oh, okay. I was like, are you sure you want to be posting each other's phone numbers on there? That's our phone number. I over? Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, um, but they, the rest actually got like. Put each other on their shoulders so they were tall enough to do this, and they went out of their way to be helpful for us. So, and something that I saw today that I really liked, they and I think that this was uh, Hanu who was behind this. I am pretty sure. I'm not sure if it was the film I'm pretty sure it was Hanu who was behind the giveaways for the commanders, well, for the generals and for the MVPs from both sides, right? Uh, I don't know I mean, Well, I know, so, I know that Hanu gave out free admission to yeah. people. I mean, I
3: don't know. What well, was
1: the gift you, for you, the... He
3: gave out free admission to next year's ball matches and two cases to our MVPs. And okay. then two MVPs also got, like, fifty dollars gift cards from Black Ops. So.
1: Okay, so then that would have come from Black Ops. So, super cool thing that Black Ops and Hanu did this weekend. Uh, yeah, really, a real award and a thank you, They, each of the commanding generals got a gift card for the pro shop at Black Ops. And the pro shop there is what I was showing when I went live on Saturday. And they have a really cool pro shop. So they've got tons of stuff there, uh, markers, masks, all sorts of accessories. They've got clothes there from several clothing lines. They also have airsoft stuff there. Um, They had hunting knives that I saw. Uh, They just, they had everything there. So but it was nice to see them recognizing the generals and the work that the generals did. So each of the generals got a gift card. Then each of the MVPs from either side um, also received something. Plus Hanu gave them admission to next year's
3: Bones, Bones, and Bones and
1: Ashes because it's at that field. He gave them admission, Aaron, two cases of paint for each player. So that was awesome. And then I was out there for one of the giveaways I saw. Somebody won Empire Defender. Uh, that was part of a uh, raffle today. What were some of the uh, other? Rocky's Old Mask. Rocky's Old Mask? Oh, Real Talk with Road Dogs. Tell us about uh, watching your Road Dogs play with Rocky on, was it, Saturday night?
3: Yeah, it was Saturday night. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mark, the MVP, got a good shout-out from Rocky. He said, he said that guy right there, that guy's a man. But Mark Mark Washington actually he did really good things this weekend, especially getting a shout out from Rocky.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was really proud of it. I have to, it was very funny because anybody who who listens, especially to Reapers' the show or nothing, I just meet people and people introduce themselves by their first name, and so I don't usually find out like who they are until after the fact. Um, that happened with me and some of the guys from Dynasty. Uh, they introduced themselves by first name. I said, hi, we hung out, we played together. At the end of the game, somebody came over and was asking to take their picture with them. And I was like, why are you taking pictures with these guys? And they were like, you don't know who they are? And I was like, uh, paintball players from California? (laughs) Yeah. So that was kind of the situation with Mark. So we have on the Road Dogs Mark Washington, who is somewhat new to paintball. He plays scenario paintball. He's never played speedball before. And on Saturday night, they had a speedball game going on. And Rocky, Rocky Cagnoni, who is there with his Rocky Easy product, he was there with the Pirates. But if you don't know Rocky, who is one of the greatest players um, that has walked on a field, and he's also a die. He's their head tech. He's awesome. He's always on hand to help out when I need assistance. Um, Mark is sitting here. He says, what's up? Well, this is for you, Mark. Um, I looked at Mark. Well, also they played and Mark was on Rocky's side. So at one point in time, Mark, Rocky is in the snake and he has somebody in the snake coming at him and there's somebody in the back at home who's also shooting at him to think. So he's paying attention to the guy at home because this is the kind of stand-up player that Rocky is. And I was trying to explain it to the people who were shouting at him. They're screaming at him, Rocky, mirror, mirror. And I'm screaming at them. Each time you say that to him, he can't look there because he's not going to let somebody say that he's being coached from the sidelines or that he's taking information in from there. So, I was like, if you want him to shoot this guy who's about to come up on him, then you need to stop shouting that there's a guy about to come up on him. He knows the guy's there, but he can't do anything each time you say it. And then Mark kind of looks at us, and he shakes his paintball marker, and he was like, I- I'm out of paint. And we screamed at him from the sidelines, who cares? Stay in there. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. And so here's Mark, who has not played speedball before, who isn't really sure what's going on. He just knows that he's supposed to be eliminating people, and that from where he is, the fact that he's – Mark, tell me, um, how tall are you? Hey, Reaper. So Mark is maybe, like, six foot what, three? Six foot two? Um, He's a big guy, and so he's not used to – speed and emotions though he does absolutely um play serious paintball out in the woods and he moved up anyway because he's still shooting and the guys are hearing the shots and you know what it sounds like so mark's still shooting rocky winds up victorious i'm gonna go with rocky here because mark really had no idea what was going on at this point in time he's just shooting and he runs towards the center and then Rocky's like already standing up. And he's walked over to the other side because, well, game's over. And Rocky and Mark are the last two standing on their side. And then I see Mark kind of creep around the other side like he's about to shoot at somebody. And then he realizes that it's Rocky. And he's like, wait, what happened? So anyhow, Rocky came off of the field and was like, I want to find that Mark guy. Who's that guy that was back there? I need to talk to him. And he gave him huge shout-outs and huge props. He was like, man, like, you were awesome back there. Keep at it. Like, you definitely could can play this. He didn't know that Mark had never played speedball before. So when we told him that, he was like, you're just a natural asset. this. And, um, I mean, I have great pictures of Mark from on the field today. Uh, he well, he was MVP for the American side. He was the MVP is with Road Dogs, and he was everywhere. So congratulations to you, Mark. Uh, keep it up. So let's see. What was it like playing against modern-day Pirates Road Dogs? What's it like taking home a win against the modern-day Pirates Road Dogs? Let's go with that. playing your
3: team. Modern Day Pirates, DBK, dynasty <laughs> I don't care.
0: It it's all, it's all, it's, it's all painful.
3: Don't balls. play against all that Excel protein. We'll do that. I mean, they're cool dudes and everything, but just because a cool name and everything. Not me, I'm stereo of or anything. So where's are
1: just going play against them, no matter who they are. <laughs> okay. Is that the pizza man? Yeah. Okay. So, so I ha- I'm i really sorry to do this to you guys. I've been waiting. At- you, you know I've been in
4: North Carolina a whole bunch of times.
1: I want to see the dog be sad for a second. Can you come here and talk to him for a second, Garrett? I, I don't want
4: to talk to him.
1: Okay, well, we're about to get an interruption from the dogs over here. Um, and, Sharon, will we get a 609? Do I see six zero nine four five eight there? Okay. Oh my gosh, he's been on for eight minutes already? I am so sorry. But I'm going to go ahead and unmute him as we continue to talk about this because he actually made it in on time for 9.30, though he did say for 9.40, 9.50. Thank you I know yeah. I was doing a radio show on my living I stopped the radio show for a minute just so that I could see this.
3: We stop it
1: a We're going to... Oh. Apparently one of the dogs really sad when a pizza guy gets here and for the number of nights that I have been here in North Carolina, we kept saying that I was going to get to see the dog kind of get to the guy. Don't worry, he gets pizza afterwards so no dogs are harmed in the making of this video right now and instead the dogs were locked out and didn't get to see the pizza guy. So I'm going to have to order pizza again tomorrow. (laughs) The reason I ordered the pizza was to see the dog to the pizza guy so okay mdp is not a team billy robertson says okay so billy here's the thing um jody i if you're still on here can you back me up for a moment on here let's see do we have any other uh hey bane thanks for joining us let's see do we have any other of the pirates who are tuned in right now who actually played with us this weekend? Uh, Jackson, Flip, Billy. So, okay. This weekend, uh, if they're not a team, what is it when they come out together? Okay, so Archangel, Billy, then please school me, school everyone. Mary, chime in. If modern-day Pirates when they come out to the paintball field aren't a team and everybody's wearing modern-day Pirate jerseys and moving together... What are you? Uh, I mean, I know that the Modern Day Pirates are a lifestyle group. I always talk about the ball segment of Modern Day Pirates. Uh, and so please, somebody tell us the difference. Anybody who's on Facebook, go ahead and you can give it to us and we'll get there. So we will come back to what it is. But for this particular setup, it happened to be that of the 50 players playing on the other side, at least half of them. <laughs> were modern-day Pirates, the same way that I said that Road Dogs won the other side. It wasn't Road Dogs who won. There's 50 players, and there were only 18 Road Dogs. Um, But the two predominant groups that were there were modern-day Pirates versus the Road Dogs. So team, organization. So, okay, we have Greg and Wolf standing by. So let's go ahead right into this right now. We have Greg Hastings and Wolf Critchlow both joining us. They are on the phone with us. Greg, are you there? I am. Hi. Hi.
2: Thank you How so you much doing? for calling in. Thanks for having me.
4: Oh, my God. You look so good on Facebook right now. I'm <laughs> dying. <laughs> you're, yeah,
5: your nails, your nail game is fantastic. Thank you,
1: today is the first time that I have ever come even close to breaking a nail, and I got my finger cut, and I thought my nail was going to rip off at the same time, and it didn't, but yes, thank you. yeah, all of it that one are mine so like I could yeah.
5: tell you must have just got them done recently because while you're talking, you're throwing both hands up at the same time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when I got here to North Carolina, I, I wouldn't have done that. That's for sure. Um, so how was the game this weekend? It's so awesome to have both of you here and together and so many of you guys on Facebook,
2: but
1: how awesome was it?
5: Well, I uh, I was the general of the red team, and Bane was the general of the blue team. And Wolf, I played him um, last year, and he wanted some retribution, so they, they kind of pushed in my poop all weekend. <laughs> so uh you can't win them all but we certainly had a good time uh,
2: love- so it
5: it's a it's big game is is awesome it it literally is um a very unique event and uh, other events have helicopters but this one is one of the originals and it flies over the competitors and shoots you but they uh they do this as a very fun game balance. If a, if a team is dominating too much, uh, they'll put this big signal on the ground, and the helicopter will know which team to shoot at um, to keep the thing keep things balanced. You know how big games go. You want everyone to, on both sides to have a good time. So um, it's cool because where we were staging, um, they have posters up um, big game like 2004, 2009, 2000, and it's and and it's. Some of the kids that were in there they're like, "Man, how long have you been doing this?" And I literally walked him over to the wall and I go, "See all those posters and my signature on them? I've been a general here for a long time." Wolf kicked some butt and it was uh so he didn't command, so he actually just got a chance to play. So I'll let him tell you about that. This was you know, he usually gets um kind of pigeonholed into like doing command stuff. So he doesn't let, get the, get a chance to let loose, but this time he got a chance to let loose.
4: That yeah, so don't get it don't get it twisted that it's always a great honor for me to general a game be a commander. But the problem was particularly like last game last year, I should say. The generals are worth an extreme amount of points in this game, so you have to really control how much you get hit, how much you you shoot the other general, all that stuff. And my thing is, when I go to a game, I like to lead from the front. I like to take chances and stuff like that. <laughs> and if I overdo it and get shot too many times, I'm a liability to my team. So last year when me and Greg were playing, you know, we were coming off and I was asking Greg, so how many times did you get killed? And I got killed more than him. Then I started worried that I had to general from the back and I had to have bodyguards. So I said, (laughs) you know what, ball. this year I'm just going to show up. I'm going to help command, but I don't want to be a general. I want to go and destroy people on the field. And I want to, and I did that in a quite very nice way. And it, was, it, it turned out to be an amazing weekend. I got,
5: I got reports all the time. Wolves over there. Wolves over there. Banes over there. <laughs> it was really fun. Crazy. It was a good weekend. So at, leading up to this, it said like 90% chance of rain uh, both days. And it literally didn't rain at all. The, the helicopter was able to fly. Uh, man, it just, it just worked out. Fantastic! I like coming to the New York market. I started my career here, um, you know, in the tournament days back in the day. So um, it's awesome. I don't know, Pyleen, I don't know if you've uh, put this on your radar, but it's called Long Island Big Game, and they've literally been doing it for for twenty plus years. It's 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 a staple in 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 paintball. It really is.
4: We got to get Feline out to Long Island. Yeah, come out. I can't wait. I will I'll definitely talk with you guys about.
1: Um, But really quickly, I have to go on a sidebar here. I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to say it because, okay, we are on Real Talk with Road Dogs right before this, and everybody heard it. We cannot – I'm going to say I saw Wolf play. I played against him at Living Legends, what, two weeks ago, was it? Three weeks ago? Um, I was off the field more on Saturday than I was on the field because I was intentionally coming off to do uh, media stuff. I didn't see Wolf on Saturday until I came over to see the command bros. I saw him hanging out. Zach Arbuckle was on a mission to find him and take 300 photos of him in the parking lot, and I think that Zach took 300 photos of him just standing there talking to me. Um, on click speed, really fast, but um, you know, Wolf. I'm thrilled to hear that you got to go out there and just play, play this weekend. It is refreshing. I'm I'm generally six times total this year, so it's a lot of work and it's constant. Yeah. So I'm glad you got out there with your friends and
4: ball. Well, commanding. If you know, it's it's like I said, it's a great honor, but it's literally like having another job between the months of prep work, between the organizing, between the, 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 the structuring of their teams and being able to, to, as they say, generally a paintball is like trying to herd cats. <laughs> and it's, a, you know, it's, it's literally a full-time job when they you do it, you start trying to get teams to go on your side from day one. And it's like to be able to just go out and play and, and for me and for Greg, too, you know, we have a lot of people who watch our content or who know we are. And it's one thing to come and be commanded by Wolf or Greg, but I find that they enjoy it a lot more to actually play with us and to be in the field with us and to be able to say, oh, I was playing beside Wolf when we crawled through the swamp and did this and that, or I got to shoot Wolf out. And he said, great shot play type of thing. So, You know, even though, like I said, the commanding is a great honor, it's another thing to be able to have that experience with the players and with the people who want to meet you and go through that. (laughs) You're you're so right.
1: Honey. when I just talked about that at the game this weekend, actually, uh, which is why when I got upset with a rep today, it was so unusual for me to be so upset because, I mean – it's an honor to be out there and to play with people and to actually like volley with them and get into it. And, I mean, when somebody shoots a great shot, you know, along yep. with maybe some curse words. Wait, you I had an argument? Several referees are all around you right now, but um, it's awesome to be out there and to play and to get to play for your your friends is even better. So. What makes you guys keep going? I know that you guys are going, uh, that both of you have to get to an airplane, but I want to know. what. I'm going to start with Greg. What makes you keep on
5: Uh, Well, it happened, like, five times today that I can, re- like, re- remember. Just grown men come up to you, and they hug you, and they have this face expression that – is genuine and they are over the top excited to meet you. And it's overwhelming. Like even today, a couple of times the, his father could not be here to introduce his kids who he's just started playing paintball. And I, I, I just, you know, I, I'm just a paintball player. I don't consider myself any more or less than that. So to have, someone you don't know, recognize you as um, more than that, maybe it's just, that's my inspiration. It's, it's cool. And then of course I get all the kids coming up to me saying, you know, Hey, thanks for making video games. I got into the sport because of your games and, you know, and I, I'm just a a regular old paintball player. I just love this sport just like everybody else does. And um, just to have somebody listen, it, it just seems so random to me that um, somebody appreciates what I do, and that's kind of why I still do what I do. I I, I had a, con- a plan to play till I was fifty, and you know now that I'm fifty one, I I kind of am thinking about you know what's my plan to play till I'm fifty five or, or longer. So I I'm, I just keep finding new reasons to to enjoy the sport, and I just love it. And I I you know I would do it if not one person said one nice thing to me. I love this sport because it makes me feel good, and it is my own personal uh, – it's how I handle my demons. Um, paintball allows me my release, and no one will understand why I play, but I do it because I love it, and and I got good at it, and it makes me feel fantastic. The the bonus part is when somebody recognizes um, it and thinks, you know, um, you you what I do enhances what – you know, their experience in the sport, man, if that's not motivation for you, I don't I don't know what is. It's it's just an amazing blessing. Um it I enjoy it. I I it's amazing.
1: I am so with you. Thank you. And I wouldn't have expected anything because I felt like but you <laughs> We had Greg's mom on the show and she is a motivational speaker. <laughs> And she, I mean, just in the time we had her, was able to change the lives of people just by telling them, um, you know, to make a priority list even, just to put three things. It's so simple. We're so, so it is no surprise to hear. She she bragged on you a bit and said that you love to give back. So, uh, She's a pistol. Yeah, no. My mom is like
5: four foot nothing, and, uh, a little something about her. She was the oldest of three, and uh, my grandfather was a Marine fighting the Japanese. So they followed. They lived on Guam. So the little kids and my grandmother would follow my grandfather around island hopping as my grandfather would would go from island to island in the Marines. And, uh, and, my, and they lived with rats. They lived, in a, they lived in a Quonset hut where they'd wake up with rats living under sleeping with the this is my mom as a kid they would sleep under the uh under their blankets with them all the rats would snuggle with 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 my mom and my uh it it's nuts they would it's it's crazy on 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 Okinawa and not Okinawa uh, Guam is where the the one place they they live they lived on Guam uh during the war so it's it's my mom's a hard ass she, it's it's hard to believe but uh she's super tough she's a little mighty midget I mean
1: I had no doubt that she was, she was talking about raising two boys. <laughs> what it was like, especially raising you, see what dirt we could dig up from mom because moms always like to brag on their sons. She said <laughs> you were just always a spitfire. So um,
0: <laughs>
1: that's amazing. Was like, I I couldn't even imagine. I'm picturing the scene from Adventures of Babysitting where the girl finds like the subway the, the sewer. Away. And she
5: doesn't have her glasses on. She thinks it's a cat, and she goes to pet an animal. <laughs>
1: it's that cat? And you're talking about your mom? Um, <laughs> well, it's my turn. He's going to tell you why he does this. Yes, oh, please. Oh, um, well, sure. What
4: motivates you to keep going? Well, essentially, I met this like ridiculously hot mom this weekend, and I got No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, essentially, it's I, I, and I don't want to sound cliche, but it's the same thing as Greg. It, it's the the experience of meeting the players. It's the experience of uh, seeing – when I see these guys come out to these games and these hardcore players travel from all over the place, and to see them, the excitement in their eyes when they play, the, 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 their dedication to the sport. Uh, for how far they travel to come and play and hang out with us. And again, same thing as Greg. When I, I got several hugs from silver players um saying how I inspired him and how guys like me and Greg and Slim and and Reaper inspired them. And, you know, I I I it honestly touches my heart and some of the stories I hear are just amazing and like this one gentleman, you know, he Older, and he told me about all the videos he watches, and what watching me did for him, and why he wanted to play. And like a token of my, uh, a token of my appreciation. I gave him my my uh, bracelet, my um survival bracelet, my paracord survival bracelet. And that's how personal it is to me when I hear these stories and meet these guys. And I'm like, I get to do this again in six days when I go to Ottawa for D Day. I get to meet even more friends. And create more friends and be more family, and we shoot each other in the forest, and we talk about it afterwards and laugh about it. it's It's these guys, and when I see these guys from little kids up to guys seventy plus pushing themselves in the field, trying to move with us in the forest and the swamps, and keeping up with us, that inspires me to uh, go just as hard as they do, and it makes me want to keep continuing. Making videos it keeps continuing continuing uh, to help make this sport a bigger thing and showing more people inspire more people to be able to do what we do because it's so amazing
1: Well. Are you there?
3: We're here. We're here. Can you hear us?
1: Okay. Sorry. We got, I got disconnected. I am having weather where I am. So I got disconnected. I lost you and nobody heard you after paracord bracelet.
4: Okay. So, um, well, you got you got the gist of what I said then. But, um, yeah, it, I gave him I something thought, that's personal I to me. Legend,
1: one of the best memories that I have of it was every time that you, that I saw you, there were kids flocking to you. Not just (laughs) the kids who were part of my group, but you, when you were, especially when you were in your uniform um, and all of your camo and everything, that was, it was like you were a walking GI Joe.
2: And kids (laughs) were just
1: running over to you and wanted to know who you were. And the ones who didn't already know who you were, um, and just, you know, while we were standing there talking on Friday, the people who kept coming over, and mo- so many of them were kids. And as you know, children and women in paintball are kind of our thing here. And growing the sport with the kids. So anything to get the kids out there. So when you can talk about connecting with, a, you know, another player that way, it does, it brings them back, and it makes you so human. And that's one of the things that I love about you, that I love about Greg, we're going to have B join us in a little while, um, is the human side of it. People so often think, you know, that y'all are untouchable, that they can't have just a regular conversation with you, and you guys are just totally cool, laid-back guys who are, you know, living your
4: life and playing paintball. Well, we're very blessed to have people like this. I call it spoiled. We're, we're spoiled at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very nice. That's why, that's why it, if you see anything negative on the Internet, it doesn't faze us. It doesn't touch us because when you actually go out to these events and you actually see the actual players, not just people, the keyboard commandos complaining about stuff, it does it, the stuff that happens online like that doesn't even touch you because of the love you receive at these actual events and the, the 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 positivity that just erupts from people and just to be able to shake hands and kiss babies and hang out and have war stories with the kids and the grown up level awesomeness right there. And oh, by the way, shout out to the Command Bros. Shout out to N sizzle. Shout-out to Bane, everyone who's hanging out right now. Um, You know, all these guys who do so much for the sport by either just making videos or radio shows and you, Feline, for doing what you do. Yay, Yeah, we love you. You guys are amazing. Like, you guys guys inspire us to keep going because we see you. We see a product, a byproduct of what we've done in the past, and more and more – content gets created by amazing people like you, and it makes us want to keep going and keep going further, see how far we can take this.
1: Wow. Keep on going, keep forging the way. Um, There are a lot of people who are grateful for all of you do, the both of you do, and you're right, uh, the hater side of it is going to come, but the love definitely outweighs it. Um, I don't think that people realize Um, especially for those who aren't sponsored, people who aren't being sent places to represent their own.
5: Me and Wolf are about ready to uh,
6: get ready to go
5: to another event this weekend in Ottawa.
4: Are you coming?
5: Are you going to come? Are you going to meet us in Canada, A? Eileen, can you pack and get on a plane?
1: And to keep on going and building stuff out. So, thank you. I mean, I have posters of both of you on my son's bedroom wall. So, let us know when they move to your bedroom wall. (laughs) 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 That's what I have my phone for, guys.
0: (laughs)
5: Yay! Hey, you should, you should <laughs> pack a bag. You should pack a bag and meet us in Ottawa. We're going to uh, D-Day in Ottawa.
1: I am supposed to arrive on Friday, actually. Woo! So yes, I- you're coming to Ottawa. My plans as of right now are to come. I am working on getting my son there with me. So my plans what? changed when I found out that I'm going to have him this weekend, which, I mean, a responsible parent should. I haven't been home for five weeks, so I've been traveling for paintball. But um, his dad's going to be out of town, I just found out. So I am working on getting him onto my flight, which was already um, booked. So I am calling every Good. day to see if they have any. So.
5: Oh, that's exciting. I didn't even know you were going. I I threw that out as a joke, but I I'm ecstatic that you might even be there. That's going to be fantastic. It, it's a great field.
4: If you need a sitter, I charge 10 bucks an hour. So they
1: asked if you can go to Canada. I know. I know, Josh. There was a reason that I've been asking the questions that I was asking. Say America? No, I am not saying America. I'm not. I need the International Brigade patch. Go
3: really?
1: ahead and laugh about it. Oh
3: really? Because if it didn't, we're. Still, America, it didn't happen.
1: That's not true. That's true.
3: That's pretty true.
1: No, because as long as I have a girl pro, it happens, right? No, <laughs> you get a player card. It happens. Oh, we did not have player cards this weekend. <laughs> so
5: um, if, if you come to Canada, way. will you do a live broadcast on Sunday night? It, will the show still go? Will you do it remotely? Yes. Super so. cool.
2: So,
5: Ladies yeah. Night Radio, live from Canada.
1: So, yes, um, my plan is to be there, to go live during the day, to play during the day, and also to go live.
5: Well, that's fantastic.
1: Let us know. So, amazing about what you can do to make it, Oh, so, we'll see.
4: You're cutting out gotta, us a bit. So,
1: guys, I'm breaking in and out. Thank you so much for calling us, for being here with us tonight. I hope that each of you will come back and join us again. Um, tell me, who won the game?
5: Bane, blue team. I got my butt Bain
1: kicked. is getting on an airplane <laughs> right now to I, I know that is <laughs> well you know what somebody has to go home in that condition so as long as everybody had a good time and the comments that are coming in on Facebook an amazing time that the gameplay was epic um, I usually does live feeds to show where he was did you guys get to see again
5: didn't hear you
1: say that again to see David this weekend, Reaper? Oh, yeah.
5: He was there. He was doing his thing.
1: Did he, Double pistoling, running down the middle like a maniac. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I actually used him as a meat shield because he was doing that at a game. And I don't wear so much armor, so I thank goodness I get. First, uh, one of the photographers caught a picture of it, so he's and I asked him about it that night when we were up for dinner. he had no idea that it had happened. So for catching all those memories.
5: All right, we love you. We got to get to some planes. we uh We'll see you in Ottawa. Thanks, Philileen, for doing what you're doing.
1: Never had so much problem with my phone. though. I don't know that it's busted. I it's my phone. Was fine until everyone it was choppy too. So service, service right now. There were people saying that maybe there were tornadoes somewhere around in the neighborhood. We are under a huge storm right now. So I, please forgive me for the internet and um, telephone quality right now. Um, I usually don't have people around in the room where I am, but that's going to be changing. This is part of the new format. Whether I am here or whether I am home, uh, having people around, some of them may want to be on camera. Others do not want to be on camera, and that's okay because we are still enjoying some real talk with the road dogs. Um we have B. Paxton is going to join us. <laughs> so sorry, B. Paxton is going. To join us. Um, and she's going to be talking about the U.S. Women's Paintball Team and their victory in Panama last week. We are also going to be learning what it's like to be mom to two adorable little girls, and she has recently been acting in community plays. So. We've got a lot to talk to her about when she is on. I am laughing at some of the comments coming in here. So let me back up for a second. I'm going to tackle a topic very quickly.
6: Um,
1: no, no Udon tonight. No music. Um, so what we do, us the Labs, um, I can't speak, but I can speak for me. I'm not going to speak for Sharon. I'm not going to speak for Mary and I'm not going to speak for myself. And in the spirit of real talk with real, with the road dog, um, I'm mm-hmm. going to be very real. Yeah, it's it is. It sure is. So I'm, we, you know, I have a peak. I am um, mom Um myself, um,
2: I guess, in the public eye
1: to bring this to you because I am told things like, you have no idea how inspiring you are to other women. I am letting my kid go out and play because I heard you. Or I'm going to go out there and I'm going to ball the way I want to and do what I want to do because I feel confident enough to do it because of the role that you are taking and the example that you are setting. And then I take a lot of negative stuff too Um and I guess that it comes with the territory, um, but it's just me. Like it's completely genuine, and uh, yeah, some of it's in good fun. My uh, road dog's nickname is Isola. Uh, <laughs> Hi guys, now it's uh, gonna, uh, gonna, uh. Um, And that's okay. Uh, just know that there's more to it. Like, I am a part of it for the camaraderie. I go out there and actually play. Um, this wasn't just like, well, for a couple of minutes. I mean, this is a dirty, dirty jersey. Um, you know, the people who I play with, they'll tell you that I am out there and I am leading them. As a matter of fact, I seem to one of them who – was saying the whole people up thing that I must stand in the back and I was like, listen, if you are going to say stuff like that, you can't be playing back there. You need to be up here with me. And then we can talk about what happens when we are up in the very, very front, away from the rest of the group because we've gone off into our own areas even, uh, to see what's going on. So... In the spirit of that, yes, you will see them teasing me about East and East status um, wow. here in the comments and that they all want East status, and everybody can have your own East status. I so hate that term, um, mm-hmm. but you know what? We are helping to spread information about fields. We are letting people know about paintball that's happening in other areas, growing the sport, growing where people go, So, think about sometimes when you are maybe (laughs) you guys are killing me Um, when you're talking about e-celebs in general, and just remember that there are people attached to that. So I know that you guys are all playing. It's okay. Everyone's getting all upset right now. Uh, I am not. I am on Firefox. Um, I have to like read these right now. Can I be an F? Yeah, um, like, I'm not even going to go there anymore of it. But, yeah, rock, paper, scissors. Okay, so we can talk about rock, paper, scissors for a second. It really, really upset Flip Wilson um, when he heard what I had done. He was like, nobody nope, makes a deal like that. But, hey. listen,
2: were you able to go and get the other nuke because of it? Oh. It was all
3: in TV. Right.
1: And where did you guys go to? The two of you went. To to get the nuke, right? hmm So one of the funnier things. I mean, I am also known for some of the shenanigans that I call on a paintball field. I am not. I am not. Dallas, take credit for us. Uh, she carried the ball for
3: us. Um,
2: no, that's not what he's talking about. He's
1: talking about what I'm. No, 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 no. Okay, so. I'm known for pulling some shenanigans on the field, okay? Um, I have been known to use the broom. I have been known to sweep 70, 40 players off the field. Get so many people off in one game without ever shooting one ball of paint. One tactic I have never tried, though, was putting a marker down on the ground saying, guys, can I just talk to you for a second? Can we just talk and work this out? And – Garrett Johnson this weekend (laughs) told the guys, can't we just talk this out? It didn't work at first at all. Uh,
2: Right?
1: Not even a little bit. Um, But the second time we attempted it, they listened to us. So we had to control an area. There were four flags there. Um, One of them was off. Three of them were kind of together. and We're walking over there because, you know, we usually don't go in the areas. That's the area that I said, you need to come with me. Uh, I said, you can't talk about me that way and then see back there. So we wander off into this area. and like, there should be people here. It's really quiet. This is really eerie. Like people are going to pop up. And so we're pushing flags over and then all of a sudden people pop up. And we were in trouble. And we were about to be taken out, and Garrett told the before you shoot us, (laughs) how about we talk it out? And they actually said, okay, we could talk it out. And the rest were a little bit confused and surprised. I was confused and surprised. Our photographer who was following behind was super confused and surprised. And (laughs) we... All of a sudden, I see them doing rock, paper, scissor. And Garrett's like, I lost that one. Your turn. Right? So we rock, paper, scissor. I win that one. And I said, so what do we win? Well, we won the right that they wouldn't shoot us and that we wouldn't shoot them, whoever won each tie kind of got that flag, because there was, like, 20 minutes left with that objective. But I told you that we were spread really thin. We needed our players out on the field. So... Up walks Jody Mentally, who is the general for the other side. He's like, what's going on over here? And we say, oh, we've got this worked out. We just worked out a deal for these two bases. There's still two more flags we have to go to. But these two were calling a truce. We've got this uh, right ref, we're good, we're going to call this, we're going to own this. And the refs say yes. And we're now... Everybody has to retreat from the area because we can't shoot each other. We've all agreed I've killed them. They've killed him. We are leaving the area, and I turned because I realized there's somebody up in the tower at the third, um, in, 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 at the third flag. And he was about to shoot everybody who's walking in. And the tale. So I can't tell anybody, look over my shoulder. There's somebody up there. So I point my marker at him. And he screams, you're already dead. You can't shoot me. And I say, want to talk? <laughs> and so we went over and we did rock, paper, scissors. And um, he won that flag. I won the other flag. And we agreed as a group that that area was cleared. I was sent back later on to make sure that we actually had credit for it. But, yeah, the ref called it in. The other general was okay with it. I'm sorry, Cliff. But that way we were able to spread that as 10 of us that want to go over there back out across the field and other places so that we could finish other objectives. So, um, yes, we actually played rock, paper, scissors for part of the game. There was also at 4 p.m., I was sick during the day on Saturday, so I, during this part of it, I wasn't on the field. But at 4 p.m., the two generals agreed to meet up at a meeting spot and they were going to share a beverage talk about the game and then they were gonna do a 10 pace turnaround and shoot each other with pistol challenge um, in the middle of the game at four o'clock so lots of fun stuff happening there yeah we are what have we got going on yeah it was there were just some nice things going on in the game that were fun and fun and different sides to it all so ladies. Lacey, Sharon, running the board, has you called in yet? I told you all that uh, tonight we were trying something new with our text on the phone. So let's see. Okay. Who is – I'm looking at lines that are open. Who is 704? So there's no name on it. So it's who is 704? I didn't know you guys have been on this whole time. I wish you had said
2: something, because you guys should have been talking with Real Talk with Road Dogs. Okay, who's 406? That's
1: me, Josie. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea you all were on. Okay, so I told you earlier that I'm not running the board tonight, and I just peeked over. I didn't realize it was you all. So, Josie, yeah. tell everybody, um, what was it like...
2: <laughs> I mean, mean, first of all, let me say thank you. Josie Johnson is
1: the team captain of the Valley Girl Ballers, and she came in from Montana with their team manager, Jimmy Spinks, and their team photographer, Brandon Ostermiller, um, to the game. So welcome. Thank you for coming to North Carolina. Thank you for being there to support the game and to support Road Dogs. It was awesome to have you there. Oh, it was a blast. It was a blast. We were glad to be able to be there. So what was it like? What was your, I, I hope it's going to be a good one. We are in real talk. So what was it like? Um, <laughs> what did you think of the Road Dogs camp? Let me ask you that. What did you think of camp? Actually, I
2: I was pretty surprised. Um, The, the way that the camp was set up, I mean, the, the, let me. Let me. I guess I'll start with the way that the tents were set up was definitely not what I was expecting. It, we had like this hallway of canopies, and then we had tents that were lined up on both sides of the hallway, more or less.
1: And it was, you know, had fans on both sides. It was pretty cool, and you know, I mean, it was, it was very organized. I thought it was really cool, and you know, it was very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um,
2: Team. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Excuse
1: my mouth. Sorry. Um, very close. Very very tight. Very close. Everybody was extremely friendly. Um, especially because you know, I mean, me coming in as an outsider, nobody knowing who I am. Um, nobody knowing really my photographer my manager and everybody was just very welcoming and uh, friendly and willing to help us every way that we you know that they could and it it was a really good overall experience and the team itself um, was amazing I mean I I loved 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 playing with y'all this weekend. Um it was awesome to have you out there. It's funny you say it, though because uh, about them not knowing you or uh the manager or the photographer. This is the first game that I played as a Road dog and traveled with Road Dogs. And one of the neat things about Road Dogs is that Road Dog um who travels is not always the same. Um, and there were players there who aren't from Road Dogs who are from the affiliate teams who are out there. So there were people who I was meeting for the first time this past weekend. So it was very friendly at camp. Camp Life with the Road Dogs. Uh, Stake man, you got to have Camp Life with the Road Dogs. Tell them a little bit about Camp Life, and then we can talk about the game. Oh,
6: uh, what, Camp Life? Camp Life is camp life um it's it's kind of how how we roll no matter what what team you're on or or who you're with we all have camped out these two-day games even some one-day games but when it comes to the road dogs and what flip and what ben what everybody does the fema camp the way it's set up the the camaraderie the the family aspect of everything it's it's it can't be touched by anybody um yeah, I agree with what Ben saying on Facebook too. Ben Paint is the worst. But I gotta give him a huge shout out to uh him and everybody. That campsite was just amazing. Even during the downpour that we had Saturday night, um all tents stayed dry. Um it it was it was amazing, dude. It's it's just how life is when you go play paintball for two days. <laughs>
1: um and you know, that's something else about teamwork and people looking out for each other and battle buddies and such. Um, we were all playing during the day on Saturday, and we were as a team um, all went to the same place on Saturday. And Saturday night it was supposed to storm, and I had I came back to the campsite, and all of the tops of the tents had uh, the tarps zipped up on them, and all of the back windows from inside had been zipped, So that means somebody, probably Amy, but if I'm not giving credit to the right person, thank you to whomever the rain out fairy was. But, you know, somebody came, made sure everything was all tarped up. Big man, you were walking around making sure that everybody's tents were set up properly to the 10 by 10. And for those of you who are wondering, and you can't envision this, I'll post a picture of what camp looks like. But if you can imagine a hallway like a hotel, everybody walks down a corridor and into their own room. So we take 10 by 10 tents and stake them down but attach to each other uh, in a long strip. And then off of the sides of each of the 10-foot sides, we left the very tips of it open, but six down one side, six down the other side are individual tents that hook onto it. Um, and each of those can sleep up to four people, but people put beds in there. I would put air mattresses in there, and there's plenty of room for people to come and to live, and everyone's together. And then at the end, there's another set of 10-by-10s that are uh, – that's where everybody sets up their markers and where our cooking stuff is. So it's kind of like a mobile hotel, if you will. So it was awesome. Somebody made a comment that in 15 minutes we were able to set up uh, the sleeping arrangements for 12 So it was Great job guys Super camp So let's talk about actually what it was like During the game We were talking earlier about people who were passing out During the game being one of them And the importance of having Battle buddies out there on the field And how awesome it was I was thinking about So it's Josie today with the radio When you were How everybody stuck together Nobody really left somebody out there, and if you were left out there alone, somebody knew where you were and was sending other people back to you, not just for backup for your area, but to make sure that you were safe um, because of how hot it was. So, I mean, real talk with the road dogs, you guys can kind of go at it. What was it like on the field? And you can talk about your experience at Blackhawk and talk about what it
2: with
6: your
1: group.
6: I mean steak well, with one do of our you, experts. Do you you want me to be completely brutally honest? Because I'm yes, I'm talking. actually setting up my Yeah, I'm actually setting up my stuff too, because I'm about to be brutally honest on my shit. Uh sorry about that Dominica. Um honestly the field. Uh, Black Ops paintball, the, the field day out is absolutely amazing. It is the best field that I've played paintball on in probably six years. Um, and and that's no joke. Nate and his guys did um, amazing work to that field in the last two weeks. I actually had a conversation with Nick. All them Connex boxes that we were fighting in were put up in the last two weeks, um, minus the the compound. Everything else was, was recently put up. Um, as far as – the production of the game, um, I I think it could have been 100% better. Uh, there was no reason why we couldn't have heads up on game rules or game maps that were put out prior to. Um, that needs to be a little bit better. And I'm about 50-50 on the ref staff. Um, I know during during the game – the refs that had the Black Ops jerseys on uh, that were actually the true field refs uh, were absolutely amazing. The ref that was with Flip uh, was absolutely phenomenal. The, the the ref that took the MVP, that dude, all them, all the, the traditional Black Ops refs kicked the royal ass. The ones that were wearing the social paintball jerseys, I think they need to go back and learn how to play paintball. Um <laughs> And that's, again, that's just my opinion. Um, I don't like a group of seven or eight refs that are not in the middle of the firefight. I'm a ref myself on my own team. Uh, or, I'm sorry, not my own field. Um, I know how to ref. I know what it takes to be a ref. And I'm highly, highly upset about um, the ref that because I had an incident on the dang field where a ref just kind of watched me just get overshot and, and pinned down. And I'm, that's where I took the first shots from you. Um, I'll go into that on my podcast and, and everything like that, because I'm not pulling any punches when it comes to this game. So all in all, my opinion of the game, the production could have been a hell of a lot better. The field was phenomenal. The black ops reps were, uh, sorry, the black ops reps were great. Social paintball, Jersey refs, whoever they are, whether it is be Joe's off the street, need a little work. Would I go back and play? Absolutely. That's, that's just my opinion, and if you want more on it, when I go into more detail, you guys know where to find my podcast and, and all that kind of good stuff. So hopefully that wasn't um, too bad.
1: Jake, tell them where to find your podcast, and please post it on our
6: page to let everyone know where to find Harden Paint. Paint. Uh, yeah, you can find it at um I'm also on iTunes at Hard in the Paint Podcast. Um, Spotify, the same thing, and Google Play. There's going to be a couple of them out there. Just make sure you look for the one that's either got the skull or the paint splatter um, and buy steak, man That's pretty much where you can find me. And uh, if you want my opinion uncensored and not really giving an F, then check it out because I'm going to end up doing a full review as soon as I get done Um done with show. Feline show. Felene, um, again I gotta give you mad props out there. Uh big shout out to you when I went out um to get on your not to hijack your show for a minute, but I'm going to. Um when I went out big time um uh, was there with the gear that I needed to to get myself kinda going and, and put back up. So I gotta give you a big shout out for that. Uh, it was. I don't remember about a couple hours of that game. Apparently, I about fell off the back of a pickup truck going down the road because I was out. Um, but so, thank you for that. Thank you for everybody, Road Dogs. We kicked ass. Congratulations to Savage for ruining MVP. Flip for what four and o? I I don't know. It, it was all in all a great Bye. great weekend. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was super awesome. And, of course, we are, um, you know, looking out for each other. We talked about it earlier. Sorry, I tried to be on Facebook. I'm moving around. They needed something from behind the couch. Um, Important battle buddies, and when somebody gets sick on the field, especially or if somebody gets hurt on the field, um, I've talked about it from things that happened at other games. Um, I played a game where one of our players, was separated from everybody and while they were in a bunker, they actually fell through the bunker and then they wound up passed out from their fall and people had to go find them and they were not within game play. So it's really important to know that, you know, when you're leaving the field or you're, even if it's because you're shot out or because anything else happens, you know kind of where your buddy is and to make sure other folks know about it. So, um, and, yes, yeah, Josh, everything you talked about was spot on. We talked about that stuff, you know, battle buddies, recruitment in numbers, referees, if they
2: – good
1: refs, bad refs, do they make the game? Can they break a game? Um, yeah. Actually, Joe, are you still on, Josie?
2: Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah,
1: Okay, so – People hear me talk about them all the time. You were wearing a pair of them flipped. If you want to call in, we'd love to hear about it. But otherwise, I'd love your opinion in the Facebook comments. Tell me about your Altai gear boots. So <laughs> I, 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 I sport the Altai boots 100%, especially when it comes to scenario. And this weekend was actually – a prime example why I wear my all-tie boots for scenario games. Because I was pulling some serious stealth, like creeper moves throughout them woods this weekend, and I ended up in a swamp. And this swamp was gnarly. It it, it, was, <laughs> it was, with the heat and everything else that was going on, it was probably the worst smell that I'd ever encountered in my entire life but anyway I was walking through this swamp and I looked down at my feet and probably about halfway up my boots I was covered in this muck from the swamp that I had just walked through and I'm sitting here like rubbing in the grass trying to get the smell off and then I realized I was, it, it didn't go through my boots nothing and I was like oh my god thank god I was wearing these and not my cleats because otherwise it would have been absolutely horrible so when it comes to those boots I definitely say 100% wear them because they will protect your feet
2: when it counts the most so
1: (laughs) totally that's my (laughs) thought Uh, Flip Wilson was wearing all ties. I actually spoke to Ryan Began over the weekend. I emailed with Ryan Began over the weekend, and he wasn't expecting for me to tell him, the three of us who were together, that we're together. Um, Kind of shocked to hear that you and Flip and I were all together at the same time. So to those of you guys on Facebook, I don't know if you can hear us still. It's so that We are still live, but I see that the screen is frozen, so I'm sorry about that. Hey, Inkas. We were just talking about you a little bit. Um, Incas helped me to get lost at the field where my friend um, got lost when he was, when he fell through a bunker. So let's see. Alt-Tie. Let's see what Flip says about Alt-Tie. All tie boots were great. I've had three ankle surgeries on the same foot, and the support and comfortability is amazing. I agree. I love my Alt-Ties. So... That is a big, big, big plug for all time. So it looks like we are supposed to have B on. It's 10:30, but it is only 8:30 Montana time. Valley girls go about that. And B is a beautiful, beautiful little girl. So before we go with B, Sharon, you see you're there. Looks like Lacey might have dropped off. Sharon, do you have any of the kiddos with you this weekend?
2: I actually have Bethany
1: and Kristen, my kids here, and Nikki, all here. Uh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? No, I can't. Okay, I actually have Lucy, Macy, Nikki, Bethany, Kristen, and Kaplan all at my house.
2: Well, hello, everyone.
1: Hello. Hi.
3: Love
2: you.
1: It's I nice. love you, too. So,
3: Oh, oh
1: the live video just ended. I'm going to go ahead. I will go live back. Let's see. you
2: can't
1: see you live. Sorry, everyone.
2: Do I safely
0: well, hey, will I see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm <laughs> uh, oh, <okay. laughs> I want to hear Sharon all about you with the paint. Okay. okay.
3: Um,
1: so, where did you take the kids to finish the Um Actually, this weekend, went up to Paintball Explosion in Dundee. <laughs> So Painfall Explosion in Dundee used to be, well, I guess it still is now because it's not a foxes field, but that was my home away from home for a while. For um, the year and a half of it, I was the Assassin Alliance. That is the field for the Assassin Alliance, um, Akimbo, Assassin A.K.A., Midnight Angel at the Antonio Falcons. Crew. Well, Uh, Ghost Crew's home field is out there as well. If you don't follow Ghost Crew, you should be following Ghost Crew. They have a young... She's, what, 10 years old? I have to say she's at least 10 years old because of insurance. So She's at least 10 years old. I think she's about 10 years old. and She rocks the field. She actually was a uh, unit commander for... What was the game in California? I can't think of what it is. But, yeah, I... Always oh, get excited when I hear that kids are in charge. But so tell me, how was the weekend? What, what day were you out there, Saturday and Sunday? No, we just went out for Saturday. So, how many of the kids did you take with you? <laughs> Saw pictures of them in their new well paintball merchandise in a shirts. Of- we brought eight down, but then we met up with four of our new members. So you had
2: 12 kids at the paintball field on Saturday?
1: Uh, ten kids and me and Jeremy. Holy moly. So what were some of the highlights? I don't know if you want the kids to tell me. what well, in your opinion, from what you saw and what the kids were saying, what were some of the highlights? Who am I going to be most proud of? I was going to say from what I was experienced and everything else, honestly – From what I heard it was just I was very proud of the teamwork that was happening. Like at one point Macy had run out of paint, so Nikki turned and handed her his gun and said, Here, you're you know, more aggressive with this and then Macy I guess took off running like a mad woman, according to Nikki, with his marker. So my kids were doing some really great teamwork and they were doing really good jobs with taking turns, staying on the field and trying to help me out with Kathleen. (sighs) okay we're back to that who's in charge of the kids when kids are at the field question because you said you and jeremy were there with the 10 kids so and now we're talking about the kids helping you with kathleen so i guess that's part of our age old question that we will keep coming back to i mean most of the time when me and jeremy go even back when i could play we always made sure there was at least one adult off field at all times, just so there was a connect back. But I had tripped and fallen on Saturday, so I was having an even harder time moving around than normal. So the kids decided since I was having a harder time that they would take turns sitting out to help me as well. Well, I'm glad that the kids were able to help you because it is important. Again, battle buddy is on the field and off the field, it is super important that you have somebody there to give you backup. And in this case, you know, you have a child who is not old enough to be at the field, uh, on the field, and who's not really old enough to be there alone. And sometimes you need a little bit of help and backup, especially when you're watching over with other kids. So I'm glad to know that the kids were helping But one of the things that I love about what you're doing with all those kids there is they have – Outside of their own family, they have kids, their own friends who are their contemporaries. They're seeing age who they are learning to work with and work together with and to help you know kids who might not have a little sister at home now have a little sister to help out with, so it's very neat what you are doing there, yeah, and I mean they're they're doing a great job and it's it's really fun because they're also learning to work together as a team with kids they don't necessarily know. Because we we are, of course, getting bigger. And like I said, we just added another four people in the last few weeks. Well, actually, we've added more than four, but we met up with four of them we had just added. So my kids had to learn how to welcome and put those four as part of the team, too. So where they were used to running as their friends, they're slowly bringing in people they don't know quite as well. <laughs> you heard Josie talking about it. You heard Staten talking about it. I was talking about it earlier. You it's know, going to be important for the kids in life in general, but especially here in paintball. We were talking about how everybody came together. Not only did we play together on the same side, but we were even able to camp together. So you being able to help teach kids um, those skills, and those are skills to have, um, is just it's nice to see that you're already doing that with the kids and helping them because it's going to help them not just in paintball, like I said, but in other parts of their life. It's definitely life skills, so let's see what the kids have. What was that? was Lacey out there?
2: Yes, oh
0: you're it was there, Lacey. Awesome.
2: Hi, What was your favorite part of playing on Saturday? It was so much fun to meet new people and get a chance to run with them. And a new field that I've never been to before. It was really cool. So you,
1: did they tell you about the video game part of the field that, you know, that it's set up like New Town is a video game? Do you recognize that from your yeah. brother's or
2: video games? I was – I'm familiar with the video game. And so it was so exciting to get to actually run on the field because it was so similar. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a big pull there. I love that field. So what
1: did you all play the wooded fields in the cities, or were you only in Newtown? No, we did
2: Vietnam. No, we did Vietnam. And biohazard, Mm-mm. mutiny, world at war.
1: So
2: now what
1: we... Come out there for World at War and Zombie Zombies. If you get out on that field a couple more times, you'll be able to lead different groups because we always need people who are familiar with the home field. So, people and their kids start playing there more often and get used to the field will be able to use you to help take people around. That'd
2: be so much fun, absolutely.
1: So that's kind of some homework for you each time you go out there is to learn something about the field, learn about the paths, talk to the players who play there regularly, become friendly with some of the refs. I know that all of the boys are already very friendly with Viking, who is the head ref out there. Um, but make friends with the refs and Enjoy. learn all of the back ways through there because the other side we're going to be playing against for World at War and Clowns, yes. at least this is their home field. And they know it very, very well.
0: Along with to
2: to meet Haymaker Haley and Jeremy Jones, which were two great and amazing people.
1: That is awesome to hear.
2: They were so so kind and welcoming. And how many of the kids that you played with did
1: you say were new kids this weekend for your crew? Four. There were four. any of them have markers ready, or did you all share markers?
2: They all have their setups. Like, they were serious.
1: They, they were players before they met up with us, most definitely. They actually ran into us at Legends. And because of Legends and hanging around with everyone and seeing what Foxes Den was about and, like, they joined up.
2: And coming to dinner with us, Silver Fox invited them. It was pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. That is awesome. I heard that you all got to talk to Silver Fox today.
2: No, uh, no we actually tried a – they challenged us. They were singing – to Red Solo Cup and in the car and we decided that we were going to challenge them, Foxes and anyone who is willing to go up against us, that we were going to make the videos too. Wait. This is not the Foxes
1: Den challenge because there are people watching us right now on Facebook and who are going to watch this. Is this an open challenge invitation outside of the uh, what's going on with you and Foxes Then is this really something you want to let go public because you can invite everybody right now to challenge oh absolutely but it has
2: to be done live there's no video retake because we made some mistakes but it was fun
1: so it is a live version of people singing correct red solo cup
2: and we bet the Florida chapter will suck
0: Oh, my gosh,
2: that was put <laughs> <laughs> me up there, I love you, Mom. I had to. Sorry, honey. So, okay.
1: okay. You haven't yeah. heard it yet. The Foxes Den Illinois kids were driving out to the field yesterday and they were talking to Silver Fox, who oversees all of Foxes Den internationally. And they were well, a live video singing contest for Red Solo Cup, but then the kids extended this challenge to all of the
2: foxes and chapters. and each of the foxes and chapters would
1: return the favor of a video, a live video rather, of singing Red Solo Cup. Not is,
2: only they just said, "What was that, Lee?" Not only is this for Foxes Den, this is for anybody out there who wants to okay. join the challenge.
1: Well, they just said the Foxes Den Florida chapter solo cup live video response was going to suck. And I have to tell you, as the president of the Florida Foxes Den chapter, I have to say challenge accepted, and you're probably right. It probably is going to suck, especially since all that I know about it. Red solo. That's
2: about it. Um, I, mean, I will you. have to, will have to answer with a live video.
1: I say this and then it turned off my live video totally. We'll tell you what, we'll I even let you include your, your road dogs in your video.
2: Okay,
1: okay. Oh, man. So, Facebook Live just went dead turn back on, but Road Dogs, she has put a challenge out to you all, too. So, Lacey, you're going to have to post that, I think, on the LNTR page. Go ahead and post out your your video and tell everybody, challenge them um, to give you a return video. I will see what I can do about getting the Red Dogs to make a return video. Um, they are spread out. Off all of the states, so we'll see what we can do about that. I will do what I can for the Florida one. Oh man, anybody out there though that wants to be part of the Foxes at Illinois Kids Challenge, you don't have to remember Foxes then, you hear that they just put out the challenge to Road Dogs, but they are accepting live video of you singing solo. Class. So that it's on. It's
2: on the Fox's Den Fox's Den Illinois Facebook page. We will share it. To ladies night, okay. okay.
1: Go ahead and share it out. Please do. Okay, yeah, I know a video. Sorry, I I have 25 text messages from people telling me that I'm dropping or everything is going to uh that we're having troubles or so. Um, we are expecting a call, like you said, from. If you see her popping up, she was just messaging me, asking uh, for name and all. Again, that does sound like a job for Tyler, Jason, Reaper, Guy Turner. Um, Road dog is considering who is going to represent us, Lacey, when we do the return by video.
2: Can I do more people than one? That's just one person. Do more people than one. That's just one person. You can get people to work together. Although everyone should join us next weekend, next Sunday, at Legacy Adventure Park in Lockport for their grand opening. There's going to be giveaways along with, like, the open play. What? Dark. Dark carnival games. We'd love to see everybody there.
1: Lacey, you are making your mama over here so proud right now. That plug was so natural. I love it. I love it. For those of you who don't know, uh, who is on the phone right now is my adopted paintball daughter. Yes, I have one here. But I've also told her that she's going to be my paintball protege, that I will teach her what she needs to know to play paintball. Because this young lady was so upset at Living Legends because even though she was in there, even though she got she was playing, even though she was shot out, she had no wealth to show for it. And all she wanted was wealth. And then she wanted to go back in and she wanted to play some more. So and yes, that legacy park is in America Ben Painter. It is in so Lacey, you gave a plug for Legacy Adventure Park. Tell everybody where it is because they're asking where it's located. It is in Lock. La- Thank you very much, America. Yes. Yeah. So, remember, the Road dog said earlier, if it didn't happen, in America, it didn't happen. So they wanted to know where they were going. But will you come on next Sunday to tell us about it? Because you'll be able to do a real talk about the field, what was good, what wasn't good. I want to know about their paint crisis. I want to know about the people who were out there. Now we can give them a little bit of room to slide because it is opening day, it's opening weekend for them. So they're gonna have some kinks to work out, but I wanna know about the reps. I want to know about the terrain. I wanna know prices. Take a picture of the price list for me, please. We will do that. They have run a few open plates already. It's just their special grand opening special and I believe me and some of the Fox and kids are going to go live once a point at least from it. Awesome. So we want to know what it's like there. To tell the world. I mean, that's one of the things that one of the things that brought on real talk with the road dogs tonight, and we're going to be doing real talk each Sunday night going forward. Is some of the feedback that we had gotten for Ladies Night Paintball Radio is that they think that we are too lovey dovey, loving everybody, only telling the good side and not sharing enough of the bad side. And so, of course, we don't want to bash our sport, but we want to make sure that people know what they're getting into, Um, you know, because people listen. And if somebody is on the show talking to us or if they are on Facebook live feed and they're typing about something, they're saying, hey, this is an awesome field, and then there's nobody to check it out, and then you get to the field and it's not so awesome, you're going, oh, well, you know, those ladies from Ladies Night Paintball Radio said to go or, you know, The foxes Den Kids said to those. So we want to start telling people what's going on there. So um, we would love for you to go live and tell us what's happening out there and report back on it because that's a big deal for your community because didn't you all just have a park closed recently?
2: Yes, I believe so, but it was taken up by new owners, and that's the field we're talking about.
1: Right. So... People are going to be used to things being the old way, but you all are going to have a fresh perspective because you don't know what the field used to be like. So there are going to be people who are going there that have an expectation that it's going to be a certain way so that it's because they've always played it that way. So I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. And if you meet anybody out there who says to you, oh, I played this field, I used to play here when it was and back in the day, feel free to invite them Sunday night to join us to tell us what their opinion is of the changed field, also. Me and Jeremy have actually, and my two kids have actually played at Legacy when it was under the previous ownership, and the fields were pretty cool out there back then. We actually have a, t- as a team, have gone out and helped them clean up the fields and everything while they were getting ready. And from what we've seen so far, the fields look amazing. Well, I know that I've been on the phone with you when you were going out there to check it out, and I want to know. And I think that everybody wants to know, and we're going to be bringing them real real talk um, every single week. So, again, we – I think next night we might call it, because B was going to call in. I was just messaging with her a little while ago, but as I said, she is busy mom of two young girls, and I'm not sure that she is going to make it. I'm going to send her – one message very quickly, but if not, I think we're going to call a night here, um, and we four hours every Sunday. I'm wondering if we should maybe cut back a little bit and go back to the two hours of people being able to call in and then one hour afterwards, uh, or is they even cutting it to two hours and having content um, for the following week. So this is a thought that I'm throwing out there to everyone. Hi, Marty, and good night. Thank you for tuning in,
2: and thank you to everybody who has tuned in.
1: Um, But let us know your thoughts when you let me. We'll take it the good, the bad, and the ugly. I don't mind the constructive criticism. We want to hear what's going on. We're actually not going to call it yet. I think that we have B on the line right now. So... I'm gonna go ahead and introduce area Code seven zero four. Is that up
6: here? Shake. Yeah, I'm back.
1: Thank you for coming back. Let's see. Sorry. I am just checking in on here to see what's going on. So I think you can talk off for a little bit so that you could
6: go and do your recording, correct? Uh, that is correct. Um uh, I've got a little bit of it done. Um so it's it's kind of a work in progress. I'm trying something new tonight. I got some new software that I'm gonna end up implementing and stuff and um uh, depending on if you wanna try it, um you're more than welcome to borrow it. But um At some point in time, I'm going to finish up that podcast tonight. But, yeah, I had to step off to kind of get things rolling and and all that kind of good stuff. So I apologize for stepping out for a little bit.
2: Well,
1: no, it's okay. Thank you for jumping back in. that. That was just – I don't know if you heard, but I was just asking people about their idea, about what would be a better time. We've been going almost four hours. We have been doing this for six months. And four hours seems to be what people – I love, I love having everybody with me on Sunday nights and I love getting to hang out with everybody, but I've gotten feedback and we are trying to spice things up and also listen to what everybody wants. And I'm thinking about cutting back to either a two-hour show or two hours where the third hour is just people who are already on the panel being able to talk. So um, not really sure yet what we're going to do, but Lots of things changing. But tell me about this new software and what you're doing with it.
6: Um, well, it's kind of – it's called vMix. And, and basically what, what it does is I can either do a podcast-style recording or I can basically go live on Facebook, which I rarely ever do because I do do a podcast. And so when I go live, it's kind of something special. And uh, I'm able to do this remotely through my phone and, you know, my hotspot Wi-Fi. Uh, But I'm able to also bring in up to eight people on the screen, um, full production to where I can flip back and forth, intro videos, um, the whole nine. It's something that I I had picked up a couple of days ago. Uh, I'm kind of messing around with it. Um, So that's kind of what I was doing, kind of throwing an intro together and everything uh, for, t- for my podcast. Uh, so just messing around with it. Um, hopefully it'll it'll up it up. I can go to four or five different um, outlets, YouTube, and all kinds of stuff. So there, there there's going to be some expansions coming to everything that I'm doing on this side, as long as everything I do takes off.
1: Well, we will do what we can to help you again. that is Josh Martin, Bakeman he is the team captain and manager for Team Star, and he also plays on Road Dog. And he has a podcast called The Hard in the Paint Podcast, and you can follow him and get that on iTunes and Spotify. Also, if you didn't notice, our show, Lady's Night Paintball Radio, is on iTunes or in the iTunes store under podcasts. So if you don't specify and you're looking to... Um, have us with you feel free to follow us on iTunes funny story I was walking in the grocery store the other day my phone was in my back pocket I do follow us on um, iTunes and all of a sudden I heard myself talking like from behind me and I kept turning around and I couldn't understand why I heard my voice coming from behind me and I really thought that I was going nuts I was like no for real like there's somebody talking and it sounds just like me and they are like right here behind me and I kept turning. Finally. I realized that it was me, and I was talking about paintball, and I'm like, no, I'm not going crazy. I I know I think about paintball a lot, but I don't just have a voice here behind me talking about paintball. No, it was my phone. It was unlocked, and it somehow went into my, uh, I guess, from the front menu with the um, iTunes or iPod, whatever it is, functions. But it started playing our podcast, and there I was talking out of my back pocket at me. So I was not going crazy. It actually was my voice right behind me talking about paintball. Um, but, yes, you can download us on iTunes, and you too might be able to butt dial yourself and hear my voice um, on iTunes podcast as I did to myself.
6: So, um,
1: iTunes used to love <laughs> the Okay. New question. Are you an e if you're on iTunes?
0: <laughs> <It's the lab. laughs> okay. So on uh,
1: that, um thank you to everybody who joined us tonight. Thank you for allowing us into your lives tonight. What game are you producing, Marty? Tell us very quickly, put it up here. Um, I saw people were talking about The Walking Dead earlier. Listen, if you have a game coming up that you're producing, that you're part of, be it that you're a player or you are a commander, you can always post it on the LNPR page. We want to know about it. People go there, they look for it. We would love to uh, put it out there. So before we go, though, I know that we still have Josie on the line with us. Josie, you there? She's been waiting so patiently. It must be from all of the children at home that she's got such good patience. Though she does spend a lot of time hanging out with her team manager, and um, I got nothing but love for you, Sphinx Josie, thank you for taking care of that clown. I I'm still here. I as as so I wanted to just uh, chat with you again before we end it for the night, because we're going to call it a night in a few minutes here, and I, Josie Reaper Johnson. <laughs> so do you see what Ben's doing he's now making you I guess part of the Reaper family so, who me yes he just posted on the Facebook live feed page here he says Josie Reaper Johnson so there is Jason Mann from Paintball Soldiers is the captain of Paintball Soldiers and I believe also the creator correct yes yeah. And his call sign is Reaper. When David Justin Reaper um, was in North Carolina, with the, the two Reapers got to meet, and so they call him East Coast Reaper and West Coast Reaper. Here. So, East Coast Reaper is our local Reaper here, and there's somebody who plays on Road Dog. Is he a Road Dog yet? He's just BTA right now, Tyler Turner. Yeah. Tyler Turner, who they said is now um, Tyler <laughs> Jason Man Reaper Turner. So now they have also added you, Josie, as being Josie Reaper Johnson. I guess it's a good thing it's not <laughs> so the part of. But yes, yeah, so they're uh, he's asking, are you Josie Reaper Johnson with a question mark? That's I I can't see that. I I don't know. I I'm not seeing it. But that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I do too I'm laughing Okay So we want to know About the Walking Dead Also Josh Because they were Talking about it before Let me just give a Shout out to two games just to be, Very quickly We've got Marty Preston Telling us that Tales from the Kingdom of Fife Is going to be a Fantasy game June 10th At Hogwild Ball Club In Palm Bay Florida So uh, June 10th Josh When is Walking Dead
6: August 4th
1: August And where's that going to be, Josh?
6: Uh, That game is going to be at Command Decisions War Game Center, Uh, same place where we hold a Gap later on this year, up in Taylorsville, North Carolina.
1: Okay, I can't wait till we do our real talk about Folder Gap. I'm going to wait for that one now. Um, Okay, so Walking Dead, August. We have June, Florida, August for North Carolina, so start planning your summers out, everyone, because we want to see their World at War, Sunday, July 8th at Painfall Explosion in Dundee, Illinois. Be there. Go Red. Thank you very much, Sharon. Okay. Josie, don't you have a big weekend coming up this weekend? Yes. Yes. Actually, as soon as I get back, I actually have a lot going on in the next week and a half, two weeks. Um, as soon as I get back um to Montana uh tomorrow night, I actually have to start planning for the opening of my new field uh the next morning. So as soon as I wake up Tuesday morning, I get to go out and open my new field. And um, so that's going to be that that's going to be massive from what I'm understanding. We've done a lot of promotion a lot of stuff going on with that, so we're expecting a pretty big turnout for the first day, and uh, I'm I'm hoping it will be. I mean, I'm going to do a lot of live feed. It'll be posted on my pa- um on our girls' page, Valley Girl Ballers on Facebook, and then also uh, Valley Girl Ballers on Instagram. So I'll be doing a lot of live feed and posting videos and pictures of everything going on with that, and then well,
2: also. Huh? Will you post it on our page, too, so that people have it? On Ladies Night Paintball Radio? Yeah, I can post it there, too. Please do. And then um, then I'm also um, going to
1: be posting it on Big Top Paintball on Facebook as well. Well, we can't wait to have it.
2: So, so that's that's know. for this that's for this weekend and then we have Ion coming up after that.
1: And Ion's still a few weeks away after that. So I think Ion's about five weeks out, so Pennsylvania five weeks. Is that gonna be a road dog trip? So road dogs, any of you out got there get on your calendar if you can get out to Ion. What is ION. Yeah. We we actually have we actually
2: have um, all of us Sally girls are planning on being there. Um, and then we also have a surprise as well. Hi. So Big surprise. I cannot wait,
1: wait. for your surprise. I can't wait to announce that. Well, the announcing is live from the
0: event,
1: I guess. Yeah, we, I, we're, we're full of surprises.
2: <laughs> I am looking forward to I am with you guys. Is is it's going to be awesome. And we, is that Bethany? Yes. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> Hi.
1: So we actually have a, well, we have, well, okay. I take that back. We have two surprises we have an actual team surprise, and then we have a surprise for you. Ooh. So <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be an amazing weekend. It's going to be awesome. What's the surprise? You'll have to wait and see. I cannot spill the beans. I I am so bad with surprises, but this one is one that I swore that I would not spill the beans on. So you'll have to wait and see. (laughs) But you're going to love it. You are going to love it. That can promise, and you're going to have an amazing <laughs> experience out there. We all promise you that too I think we should huh? put a vote up and I think we should put a vote up and see who thinks that I should go on go to ION with you guys instead of F me. We <laughs> all- I think you both should go.
2: Yes! <laughs>
1: So, I mean, Sharon, I, I, I love Bethany, and I'm sorry, but, but uh, if Mama could go, I would take her. I, I just got to play with you a couple weeks ago. I haven't gotten to play with your Mama yet. The the looks I'm getting from Bethany make me afraid to sleep tonight, just so you know. I know, but I like Josie's answer. You both should come. So, I think that Bethany's probably upset about that answer, too. She's looking forward to a weekend that paintball away from her family, so... We'll have to make another Sharon, I tell you, keep on – East Coast, come on. Make it over here. We'll figure it out. We'll find somewhere. You know what you need to do? You need to get in contact with me and let me know.
2: Sharon, I'm talking – just so I can clarify who I'm talking to.
1: Yeah. You need to me, let me know what me. event you're going to be at because I want to play with you as well because, I mean – We've actually had a lot of conversations, and I'm super, super excited to try to get hooked up with you and play with you as well. Mm -hmm. The issue with that that is I'm probably out of playing for at least this year because of my foot. I just love going to the events and hanging out and helping out. Well, I tell you what, you know, we can actually do a really good compromise. You can, like, hang out. And just hold your gun, and I'll shoot for you. <sighs> that way you can't Hope leave there. Oh. I
0: you
1: keep commenting. <laughs> All I to do is clarify with my lawyer if it's okay if I'm sitting and playing, because then I just have to climb into someone's tank. Well, that's what I'm saying. We'll get you a wheelchair.
2: <laughs> you can go out we'll on the field in a wheelchair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Fox channel to me all the time that they would carry me out into the field if I could go out into the field. But unfortunately, because this is a court case, I just can't be on the field. I yeah. I totally understand. So we will definitely plan for something next year then. Oh most definitely. Hopefully by then I'll have all my gear back because I've given it to all the kids. <laughs> awesome. When you're
6: finally <laughs> to get out there and say
1: we will have like a Sharon's return to paintball event. And we'll have a, a big, big banner built and made just for it. Yeah. it <laughs> would <That'd> be <laughs> <That's> awesome. <fun. laughs> We've got you. Okay. So, Josie, again, thank you so much for coming in from Montana. It was awesome to get to finally play with you. It was great to spend some more time with you. It's been too long since I've seen you so um, thank you again for coming. Please thank Jimmy and Brandon as well for coming with you. Brandon, we cannot wait to see the photos from this weekend. You captured some awesome moments. Thank you on behalf of all of Road Dogs and all of our uh, people on the blue side uh, whose photos you took this weekend. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody knows my love for the photographer When I can find when I'm out there taking pictures or if I have my camera out there, I take as many pictures pictures of the photographers, taking pictures as I can. This weekend, because I knew you were there, I didn't even have to take my phone out on the field with me. Um, So it was awesome. Thank you for being there and being there with us. We can't wait to have you back with us again. Uh, Same to you, Josie. It was great to have you all camping with us. So, you know, it looks like ION's going to be the next time that everybody sees each other. So big old reunion there um, for joining us on the show tonight.
6: Absolutely. Hey, uh, so I was talking with Josie and I didn't get a chance to give her the props that she deserves. She balled her ass off this weekend. It was an honor to meet her. And we got talking about Ion. Um, I'm not sure who's going from road dogs. If anybody's going, or if anybody's going from star paintball, but I had just looked at my work schedule. Um, I will be going to Ion. So Josie, I will see you out there, and I hope I can run neck and neck with you again.
2: Awesome. That sounds good. So And
6: thank you. you.
2: I had a blast. I I had a blast, too. Thank
6: you all so much for coming down. Yeah,
1: seriously. We, I mean, we got the win. It was by 100 points. It was Final Battle that really called it off. You all know my love for the slapstick slapstick this week. But I have to give huge props to Ben Painter for that last slapstick. It was for sure a team effort because the final battle today, which is where, I mean, the game was ultimately won with the 100-point difference, and the slapstick was worth 100 points. There was one slapstick right in the center of the field, so it really was a team effort. Nobody could just make it to the slapstick on their own. But as you all know, especially in the middle of a final battle, if you can imagine what a slapstick is like, um, Ben is not known for running for slapsticks. So I was really surprised when I found out that Ben had run for the slapstick. So good job, Ben Painter. Yep, that's usually Mark's thing that he does. So Ben getting that slapstick should have been worth 100 points. As a matter of fact, it was those 100 points from that slapstick that won the game. We went into the game, I believe, into the final battle tied at 1,100 points apiece, and that was the determining factor at the very end. So, um, but, again, <laughs> all in all, a really great game. Um, the caliber of the players that were out there, we talked about the good and the bad, refs, battle buddies, recruitment, masks. Boots, Modern Day Pirates. Um, and how awesome was it to have Greg Hastings and Wolf Critchlow on the show tonight? Greg was scheduled, Wolf was a bonus. And thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us. And Wednesday said it, it was worth points for it. Exactly. That's when time to go. So, Steakman and Logic hit the slapstick. So did Mark. Uh, yeah, I thought that, Jake, when you wound up getting shot in the foot by me, you were going for the plastic at that point. So
6: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I, I was people, all over that plastic. Ben, you
1: know, Ben's giving you credit right now on on Facebook. He's saying it wasn't just him. He's saying Mark Stakeman and Logic hit that plastic so many times. It, it was –
6: it, it Team effort with all of us, honestly. if I couldn't do it if Ben wasn't covering that Connex box. Ben was right in there in that middle of that firefight. If I didn't have cover from Ben and them other guys, Reaper, along that Connex box, me, Mark, or Logic couldn't get around that corner. And uh, I do appreciate the shot to the calf and the shot to the thigh from Saturday that you gave me. So, all in all, it was an epic weekend. Thank you so much for balling your ass off.
1: Oh, my gosh, Marty, I can't say that out loud, but that was pretty much their thing this weekend, too. Yeah, thank you, Josh. Uh, You know, we talked about that earlier, um, and I'm sorry to everybody on Facebook who's watching me, like, make weird face and keep bending over. I got eaten up by bugs this weekend, and I am itching my ankle. I really should stop. Um, But we were talking about the importance of battle buddies at the beginning of the show, and sometimes it's to help keep us, on the field. Uh, I had an incident with the rest today, and I'm not one who usually has incidents, especially not with refs. And, um, my battle buddy walked over to me and actually said, like, battle buddy, time to walk off the field. And he was like, listen, we're buddies, I'm here to help you right now. So um, sometimes that's what it takes. You know, there's heated Emotions and a lot of adrenaline pumping, and people say things on the field, and yeah, sometimes it goes a little bit far, and it's our responsibility to stop it and to police everything. And it was my pleasure to shoot you in the thigh. Um, Josh was on his way across a bridge to go have it out with somebody from the other team, and I shot at his feet three times as he was walking, figuring that he top, and he kind of looked at me like, you're not even shooting, you're shooting my feet, so I just shot him in the thigh from right in front of him, and he stopped, and he looked at me, and I was like, exactly, I'll shoot you again if you keep walking, there's no fighting in paintball, turn around, we can do that right there. so... And he left, and he walked off with us and cooled off before going back in, so, you know, that's what we're all there for, is to watch out for each other, because our paintball um, moments can have real-life repercussions, and we were all there for a good time, so... Thank you, and thank you for being passionate enough about the game that you were so into it, you know, that you were hyped. Um, and made uh, it of awesome. course.
6: I, yeah, of course. It's it's my pleasure. I don't – that's it's how I'm all – I let my temper get a little little best of me. It's not really who I am. So, but I appreciate it for you stopping me. Thanks to Ben. Yeah, I like what Ben's saying in Facebook right now. Team East Lab Mom. I'm cool with that. Hashtag Team Mom with Garrett. I'm cool with that, too. Y'all, you did amazing. No! Um, so, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. No, not Team Mom. Let me tell you. Okay, here we go. I'm going on a ramp before we get off of like this. It's to take us now all the way at least until midnight.
2: I was asked to join Road Dogs, I thought, because
1: of how I played baseball. <laughs> you guys are so
0: sane right now. Wait
1: somebody's trying to interrupt the call this on purpose. I <laughs> <laughs> so Garrett said something about me being team mom. I was like, "I'm pretty sure that's not why I was brought onto the team. I could be wrong
2: at <laughs> all
1: sitting here drinking. Garrett was like, oh, team mom. And I was like, no, I am just team. So then he asked with the team sister, but that didn't really work for me either. I'm not... <laughs> that was so it, Marty. Except for... <laughs> I have to tell you, Marty, they took care of my gear this weekend. They kept saying, you still love this, you still that. You still love that. to talk over here. And so they actually took care of my gear for me.
2: Um,
1: but... Yeah, no team mom. Amy can be our den mom for our team. She is amazing at it. That's what she likes to do. I have been team mom. And if I'm not out there balling, you guys want me, like, to stay back and cook all day. That's one thing, but that's not what I'm there for. But I will always be everybody's team mom. I know how totally, like, critical to be the most sensitive because it's back and forth. Um, you know, because as kind of a dead mother and always, always team mom. Yes, I'm there for everyone and everything, but can we always have, like, a full-time team mom? Like, can I be, like, a part-time team mom? I don't know. I don't know. We were standing in a circle, as I said earlier, on Saturday night, and the teammates are all looking at each other, and they're like, well, let's go back to camp and start cooking, and then all the eyes started turning towards me, and I was like, what? Is it because I'm a girl? And they were like, well, no, but – and luckily we found out Amy was already over there. It can be hard sometimes. It was Walmart. It was everywhere. (laughs) I went to Food Lion and to Walmart. Oh, gosh. Okay. So it is an honor to be able to play with you guys, though, and I am happy to be uh, the team mom when need be. And I'm just happy to be part of your team and team family, which is really what it all comes down to. So,
6: Hey, we're happy we to have you.
2: Tyler. So ben just, wrote, ben just wrote, we bought half a
1: Tyler of ice at Food Lion because we bought 60 pounds of ice. And they uh, were teasing him about it so yeah. You know, actually, it was funny we were in food line and the lady looks at me the cashier and she says are you related to them and she said that each of them picked up a bag of ice and each of them do it
2: figure
0: out
1: uh. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't even know them. And she's like, no, obviously you know them. I saw you all together. And I was like, no, 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 I really really don't know them. And then they came and brought the half of a Tyler of Ice to me, so we were reconnected again. But um, a great time this weekend. Thank you, Road Dogs, for an amazing experience. Thank you for being so kind to Josie and to the entire Ballet Girls team and staff who was out there. Steak man, thank you for, I mean, keeping all of us straight. Big in EMT and um, keeps all of us safe and Fair man. Yes, as team mom, um, I'm on the one they call when steak goes down. So it was my pleasure, and thank you for letting me help to take care of you. So
6: no problem. I, I hope you learned oh, how to start an IV.
1: Yes, I learned how to run 90 this weekend. I got to fix someone for the first time, so it was pretty awesome. Okay, Kathleen. I, hear, I see the Kathleen. Wait, she just hurt her finger. So Kathleen wants to say hi. I didn't even know she was awake. I should have just assumed she was awake. Mm-hmm. She's always awake waiting for us on Sundays. I thought she was there with the kiddos.
2: For those of you who don't know who Kathleen is, Kathleen is Sharon Moy's youngest
1: daughter. She is our youngest paintball e She is like, the adopted daughter to hundreds of people out of the field, but especially one of her best friends out there is Hanu. Um, and Kathleen has her own Facebook page. You can find her at Kathleen's Corner uh, with a K for both Kathleen and for Corner. And she puts adorable videos out there. She is a huge wealth-paid ball merchandise and gear supporter. And um, – Is her finger okay, Sharon? Can she come on and say
2: hi? Hi. Hi, Kathleen.
1: How are you?
3: How are you? How are you, Kathleen?
2: I'm good. you know who I saw this weekend?
1: Who? Connie. Are you? Yeah. Did your mom show you the picture of us together? We took a picture for you. It's my Hanu
2: and yes. It's your Hanu and yes, you saw the picture?
1: She can't hear you now, honey. Yes. So I promise that the only person that you're going to have to compete with for Hanu is going to be his wife, Lanny. And I think that she might be willing to share him with you. But I agree. He is your Hanu. My hands are off. But I got this adorable picture of you wearing well paintball headband on your head, and I think maybe even one on your legs, in your soccer uniform. And I said to Hanu, I said, oh, my gosh, look who it is. I need to make your Friday night. And I walked up to Hanu, and I showed him your picture. And then we, I said, can we send her a picture back? So I promise, hands are off, he's all yours, but we only took a picture together so that we could say hi to you. I like Lonnie,
2: too. Yes. You like Lonnie, too? I like her, too, too. <laughs> She's really nice, but I didn't, she didn't come this weekend,
1: so I didn't get to see her. Yeah, I, I've been talking to her. No, Miss Ka- Miss Kaplan here, of course, I said earlier, we had like eight kids running around, and someone went to shut a door just as Kaplan put her finger there, and so her finger got jammed in the door and cut open pretty bad, and she was very upset and wouldn't take the Tylenol, and I told her if she took the Tylenol that you would let her come on and say hi. But then we shouldn't tell her. I would have let her come on and say hi anyway. No. Well, I know, but I needed to convince her to take the Tylenol. <laughs> I know. Is she there? Can she see the screen? You show her Hold Have on. her favorite blanket. She has your wealth banner. You tell her you want one.
2: I want one. I know you do. Should we put it, should, should it be just like this, or should we put Kathleen's blankie on it, too?
1: Do you want us to take Kathleen's blankie? Do you want it to look just like that, or do you want it to say Kathleen's blankie?
2: I want it to look just like that. Just like this? Okay. You've got it, little girl.
1: Okay, Kathleen, I love you so much. I Mm -hmm. hope that your finger feels better really soon. I love you, Mama Queen. And that, my friends, is why we keep doing this, because as I said before, I've got adopted children here in Paintball, and there is so much love here, and we get to um, influence the next generation. So um, I was really glad that we had Greg and Wolf join us tonight, because they helped to shift my paradigm back again, that's why I got into some real talk about who we are, and who I am and what I say and do. Um, Because I ask them what motivates them to keep going and why they um, keep pushing through, especially when people aren't necessarily kind. And um, they said it's the people who show them their support, who tell them that they made a difference. And so to all of the ladies out there, to all the kids, and to everybody who we are helping to make a difference with, thank you for letting us into your lives. And on that note, I'm going to say good night to everyone until next week um, when we will see you again. Remember, Lacey, if you're out there, we want to hear all about the new field from you and find us somebody who has been there before. Even if it is the moy, we want to know what it was like before and what it's like now. Again, thank you to Modern Day Pirates for bringing us this show and bringing it to you. They have been paying our sponsorship fees for the show every month. So anybody out there who wants to be a featured sponsor, we would love to have you. So again, until next time, have a great week, everybody. It is awesome.